0: Welcome to the Rich Thoughts podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready; it's going to be a great journey.
1: Good morning, and welcome to Rich Thoughts for breakfast.
0: Well, I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Beth. You cute little
1: thing. All right, we're gonna
0: we're gonna give another daily
1: scripture that we do every day, 2023 on. Do not be, be afraid. afraid. February 7th. 1 Kings 17:13. 1 Kings 17:13 says, Elijah said to her, don't be afraid, go home and do as you have said, but first make me a small loaf of bread for me from what you have what you have and bring it to me and make something for yourself and your son.
0: Hallelujah and amen. On today's call, we're going to talk about Making right choices. You know, have you ever heard somebody say, or maybe you've said, I really can't do anything about my situation. That's just my lot in life. When I hear that statement, it makes me want to shout out. Are you listening to yourself? Do you understand the words that you're sowing to your future? When someone says it's just my lot in life, It's a statement of resignation and self-pity. It's an excuse for why a person is where they are. Saying your current situation is just your lot in life is designed to gain sympathy or express frustration. It's fodder for the demon hordes to run wild with. I've heard well-meaning, God-fearing Christians use this expression as a self-justification. To why they're not doing better in life, saying something is just your lot in life is a justification for a limitation and ineffective stewardship. People who seek this free pass from effective stewardship often cite Psalm 16 verses 5 and 6, Psalm 16 5 and 6, as their scriptural basis for their lot in life of staying really where they are. Now let's look at Psalm 16, 5, and 6. The Lord is the portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. The lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. According to dictionary.com, the 21st century meaning of the word maintain is to keep in existence or continuance, persevere, retain. Literally, it means to hang on to what you got. In examining Strong's concordance, you find the Hebrew word maintainest. is H8551. H8551. And it has quite a different meaning. For instance, to grasp, support, obtain, lay hold of, to be held, to be seized. I think it's clear that to grasp, attain, seize, gives a different impression of the word. But let's go just a little further. According to Strong's Concordance, the Hebrew word for lot, H1486, H1486, and it means lot, portion, recompense, retribution. You know, we've discovered that people tend to focus on the last part of that verse and not the first part. The Lord is the portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. If you're maintaining, it's your inheritance from the Lord and is most certainly unrestricted. Here's a New Living Translation of Psalm 16, verses 5 and 6. Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that's mine. The land you've given me is a present is a pleasant land. What a wonderful inheritance. Does that sound like limitation to you? Of course not. And just for the record, your lot in life is not to live in an overcrowded housing complex or where you have to duck every time a car drives by. Read carefully the words of that scripture, Psalms 16, 5, and 6. In the Message Bible, which says, "My choice is you, God first and only." Now I find I'm your choice. You set me up with a house and a yard, and then you made me
1: your heir. Wow! Interestingly enough, <clears throat> the word "choice" appears in the King James Version of the Bible a total of twenty-three times. In the 12 of those verses, the word choice is the Hebrew word H4005, H4005, which means choice, choicest or best. If having the option of choosing the best in life, why in the world would we settle (laughs) for less than the best? That's true. Or what we perceive to be a lot. 1 Corinthians 12 31, 1 Corinthians 12 31 classic amplified says, but earnestly desire and zealously cultivate the greatest and best gifts and graces, the higher gifts and the choicest graces. And yet I will show you still a more excellent way, one that is better by far and the highest of them all love. Does it sound like God wants you to settle for less than his best? As your lot in life? Once again, we don't think so. In 1 Corinthians 8, 9, 1 Corinthians 8, verse 9, it says, only be careful that this power of choice, this permission and liberty to do as you please, which is yours, does not somehow become a hindrance, cause of stumbling to the weak or over scrupulous, giving them an impulse to sin. Our options of choice are crystal clear. Deuteronomy 11 26, 11, 26, in the New Living Translation says, look, today I'm giving you the choice between a blessing and a curse. Well, wow. Clearly, God is giving the choice, which is ours. Growing up, your parents made choices for you. But there comes a point in time, an age of accountability, where you become responsible for the choices you make, either good or bad. Truthfully, they can also be life or death decisions. Deuteronomy 30, verse 11, Deuteronomy 30, verse 11 in the New Living Translation says, The choice of life or death. This command I am giving you today is not too difficult for you to understand, and it is not beyond your reach. Our choices are all predicated on our obedience to the Word, the Word of God. Deuteronomy 30, verse 10, Deuteronomy 30, verse 10 in the New Living Translation says, The Lord your God will delight in you if you obey his voice and keep the commands and decrees written in the book of instruction. And if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. And finally, let me give you Proverbs 2.11. Proverbs 2.11 in the New Living Translation says, Wise choices will watch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. Hallelujah. Always put God first always.
0: Put God first. Proverbs 3, 4 through 6. Proverbs 3, 4 through 6, Living Bible. If you want favor with both God and man and a reputation for good judgment and common sense, then trust the Lord completely. Don't ever trust yourself. In everything you do, put God first and he will direct you and crown your efforts with success. The scripture says God will direct he will direct you and crown your efforts with success. Psalm 90, verse 17. 90, verse 17, New Living Translation. And may the Lord our God show you his approval and make our efforts successful. Yes, make our efforts successful. Yes, when we put God first, never doubting his word or promises, he will show his approval of our faithfulness, making our efforts things we put our hands to, successful. God wants, not only wants us to be first, but like the song says, he wants you a first, you're last, you're everything. Exodus 20 verse 3, 20 verse 3 says, thou shalt have no other gods before me. If money becomes so important that it messes up your priorities, then it's a God. It can cause a person to ignore not only the true God, but family, friends, and other things that offer true value. Please notice that I said money can cause us to ignore what should be our first love, our first priority. Hallelujah. I didn't say that it will cause displaced priorities. choice is clearly ours to make based on personal relationship with our Heavenly Father. We will either seek Him or the idols of this world. Mm.
1: You know, many seek money or other idols in search of what's missing in their lives, that which only can be satisfied really by a personal relationship with the Lord. But once they find the Lord, their priorities are most usually straightened out. Personal relationships are sacrificed when people worship money, it is sad and indeed actually tragic to say, but we have aborted babies because of money. We have placed our children in the care of strangers because of money and the things that it buys. Psalm 115 4, 1154 says, their idols are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. There's really still much truth in the scripture that applies to men today. When money becomes an idol, we can tell you, God is grieved about it because he knows way too well the lasting consequences it can cause to everybody involved. You know, we were recently finished reading the all 119 verses in the King James Version of the Bible that deals with idols. And we can tell you without equivocation that an idol that replaces Father God is like making a death wish. Revelation 21.8, 21.8 says, but the fearful and the unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the light that burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Mm, bottom line, we need to always put God first, if for no other reason for the fact that he chose you first. Yes. And we owe that to him. John 15, 16 John fifteen sixteen says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. When the scripture says that we're to bring forth fruit and that our fruit should remain, does that sound like he just wants us to accept a lot in life? Hardly. This is specifically true when we consider the last part of the verse, which says that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. So the point is, if your heavenly Father is willing to give you whatever you ask him for, doesn't that sound like he wants to make, have you making right decisions? And maybe I could even say righteous decisions.
0: Amen. Here's the really good news. When we're productive for the kingdom, God will give us whatever we ask of him. What an offer. You have to be, well, you'd have to be a hamburger short of a Happy Meal not to be making right choices. God has chosen you to be different from other people just so you can make those right choices. Amen. And that's what we believe you're doing today and every day. That's right. Hallelujah. Go to heraldherring.com. click the button. says soul seed. Just ask God what seed he'd have you sow. Do what he says. That's all we ever ask. And until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails.
1: And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God.
0: We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.